woke up Sunday morning with no way to hold my head that didn't hurt, and the beer I had for breakfast wasn't bad, so I had one more for dessert. Chris Christofferson. Welcome to The Poet's Weave. I'm Christopher Citro. Today I'm reading poems from Ed Tato's True Stories from La Cosa Nostra, a series of poems about the Delgabos, a fictional Italian immigrant family living in Brooklyn. Ed Tato holds an MFA from Syracuse University, and his poems have appeared in I-70 Review, Cole City Review, and the online journals Nth Position and Identity Theory. Pico. I knew Uncle Pico was home when I walked through the alley and heard the latest Sinatra tune strummed to a tarantella or tango beat. Uncle Pico would be in the kitchen in his alligator shoes and sleeveless tee, his tattoos and fedora. He kept a glass of Dago Red and freshly sliced nectarines by his side. Uncle Pico was the only one who'd smoke in that kitchen, and he cradled a cigarette between his lips or fingers, coaxing the smoke to dance with the notes. Uncle Pico played at baptisms and birthdays, first communions and funerals, weddings and wakes, but mostly he played in the kitchen, watching the rest of us pass by. He told the family stories and ballads about Aunt Lena's husbands and Uncle Aldo's stink eye and Mayor's mule and pastrami. Aunt Lena might join him on the harmonica for blues and bluegrass or Johnny Cash, with my father singing Sunday morning coming down. Uncle Pico didn't speak much when he wasn't playing the mandolin. He dusted the furniture of his childhood, moving it back to more familiar spots. He labeled old photos, ordered them in scrapbooks, quizzed me on who came first, Sal, Sonny, or Sill. He told stories and broke off in the middle, waiting for me to finish. He fed the chickens in the coop, plucked fresh tomatoes from the garden or grapes from the arbor. He sat on the front porch with my grandfather, smoking, drinking his Dago Red, eating his nectarines, absorbed by ledgers he found turning yellow in the cellar. Sophia. My grandmother hid chicken feet under my grandfather's pillow in his Sunday shoes in the pockets of his robe. She told jokes to the postman in her pidgin English, then rattled off the punchlines in Italian. She never joked with the priests, even though they knew Italian. My grandmother went to church every morning and never missed a reason to twist my ear when I came along. On Good Friday, she went twice, mass and absolution in the morning, the stations of the cross in the afternoon. The spring I chipped my tooth, me and my brothers were playing poker with the funeral cards. I'd wiped out their stacks of Nilla wafers with a full house, St. Stephen's over sacred hearts. My grandmother came home from confession and caught us in the kitchen with the cards. It was an apocalyptic licking. She swung the spatula, a wooden spoon, a rolling pin, the fly swatter, a ladle, pot holders, an Umberto's belt, the egg beater, and an eight-inch cast-iron skillet. As me and Umberto fled for home, we heard Zuprizi shrieking about the pizzelle maker. We waited at the alley. Zuprizi didn't come. We went back to find his body. He was in the kitchen, eating briascoli, while my grandmother cooked him a fried egg sandwich. He had coffee with sugar, lots of sugar. We got sandwiches, too, and coffee, but the briascoli was gone. And after the coffee, we started penance. Suprezi brought a fatty from the coop. I stepped on its wing. Umberto stretched it by the beak. My grandmother sliced through its neck. 
We said, Hail Mary, as it bled into the drain. We said, Full of grace, as the feathers boiled loose. We said, The Lord is with thee, as we plucked feather after feather. We said, Blessed art thou, as my grandmother cleaned out the inners and cut off the feet. We said, Among women, as the catatory simmered. We said, Our Father slipped the funeral cards behind the light switches and hid the chicken's feet under my grandfather's fedora. You've been listening to poems by Ed Tato. This is The Poet's Weave. I'm Christopher Citro.